0: This is the four-man rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the four-man rush. I'm your host, Timmy V.O., and we're here to talk about episode 96 with you guys and the Colts game this past Sunday and roster movements and all the other good stuff. So hold on to your hats, folks. The four-man rush is on the scene. Glad you're with us. Recording live on Facebook and Twitter. Always join us, man. Always do that. we get the guys on here, and uh, we're going to talk football. You know, after using these life-changing products, you're going to want to uh, join a ball sack Beauty Contest, buddy. I'm looking out for you, too, because I have an exclusive 20% off discount on behalf of the 4-Man Rush and Manscaped. Use this code 4MRSCAPED20. Okay, that's 4MRSCAPED20, all one line, right? Go to manscape.com and you get 20% off and free shipping off of your total order. Isn't that, I mean, that's, dude, that's that's, that's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. You, you got to check it out, right? That's 4MRSCAPED20. That's the code. Punch that in on, um, on your way out when you check out, if you get all your goodies, and there you go, man, and enjoy keeping your ball sack in tip-top shape, okay? You know, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 kit, okay? So look for that when you go on manscaped.com, okay? What's up, folks? Welcome to the 4-Man Rush Podcast. I'm um, getting ready to invite the fellows on here. Uh, what's up, Brian? Thanks for dropping by. What's up, Stephen? A what's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, got some defensive players. I know that, but the offensive line. <laughs> we're gonna talk about all that shit today. Yeah, I man, that, that Colts game was uh, revealing. That's that's for damn sure. Me personally, I'm glad. I'm glad little got the fuck up out of here though. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, the invite has been sent. Uh, I believe that tonight we're gonna to have Kevin. Um, Jadarius, maybe even Larry. So, yeah, as, as usual, Stephen, You got us on the radar, man. You, you, you ready to hit us up, man. Appreciate that, yo. Appreciate that. Hey, what's up? What's up, Big King? What's good? What's good? Jay, Jay, what's up in the building? What's good? What's good? Glad you guys could join us, man. going to have the Phillips on here in just a second? You know, you know how we do. We don't roll with dolo around here. <laughs> So, hey, so what you guys think about uh, old Greg Little getting the fuck up out of here? We pour some champagne and shit. I <laughs> hey, appreciate that, Steve. No, no doubt, man. For real. For real. Really appreciate that, man. We working hard on this shit. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you never know, man. I don't know. We'll, Coach, Coach Rule talked about he want will Will agree on the hard, huh, boy. <laughs> yeah, the mid-grade brigade. What was the other one? The I-85... <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Brian yeah yeah he got he had to go he 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 had he beyond his chances man beyond his chances we had we actually got a draft pick for him too so yeah we're gonna talk about that tonight man yeah this way too many chances you right Jay I mean come on bro <laughs> I can't believe we drafted him that high fucking hernie man I swear to God Fucking hernie Herney, man God Almighty! Up, oh, Jordan in the building. What's good, Jordan? Welcome to the Four Man Brush Podcast, fellas. It's good. It's good. We we'll get some females up in here sometime, though. <laughs> uh, we would feel like Jermaine O'Neal if we watched great. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you right. <laughs> You're right, Larry. <laughs> like, damn. But um uh, I don't know if he'll get a get a ring in Miami, man, but you never know. He might you know fuck around, go somewhere and get a ring. You never know, man. You know, you know how that goes. You know how that goes. But um, yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't know about that. We traded a uh, little to uh Miami Dolphins for a uh seventh round pick, which is which is high for what we half for for little's um skill set. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, good point, man. Considering we got a pick for a uh, uh, turnstile and Josh Rosen got the axe for nothing. Safe to say, fit made a good deal, got something for nothing. Exactly, exactly. There's, there's no way in hell Little should have been a, a second round pick anyway. Hell, he shouldn't even be. He shouldn't even be a day two pick. You know, maybe we'll get something out of it next year. We know, you know, you know. Hey, uh, yeah, Fitterer, Fitterer, he he ain't no punk, man. I, I dig it. I dig it. Because considering him, his ability to get talent in the later rounds like it did in Seattle. Who knows? That seven-round that seven round pick might turn out to be a gem. One thing's for sure, it ain't Greg Little. <laughs> man, don't even bring up Sly, bro. Got him, Matty. Don't even bring up Sly, bro. That man, bro. mm mm Sly, i tell you, boy. Um, I'm not quite sure, bro. I'm not quite sure who else we released, but I, I knew I knew we uh we got something for little, but I'm pretty sure we re- uh, released some other folks. Um, when Kevin and Kevin and fellas get on here, though. They'll we'll drop some knowledge on you in that regard. I spend most of my time doing other <laughs> other shit, man. Oh man, man, little was lazy, bro. What's up, Bill? He was lazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm like like for real. How how you get this many chances? You don't you don't. You don't capitalize on them. That's, that, t- that tells me you don't have that grind, bro. You don't get that many that many chances to, to play at the pro level and you just shit on them. You know? What's up, Matt? What's good? What's good? Yeah, Sly got to be on thin ice, homie. Yeah, he, he got to be. Come on, man. You looking like that in a preseason game? Jesus Christ. It's, it's the inconsistency for me. And over the past two seasons, how many games have we lost by three points or less. Don't get me started about Sly, and we we drafting we drafting long snappers and shit, really. But you know, anyway, Jairus is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. It's good, Jake. Yep, sir. Yes, sir. Good look. people. Hey, man, you know it. We're definitely going to prioritize the o line this offseason. Got to, Got to. Got to. Oh see what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh Larry. Larry own one already. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, how
0: you feel about the old old little uh uh trade there, bud? Huh? Look, at least Damn. we got something. 14, 14.
1: Yeah, I know, right? At least we got something out of that At shit. At least you can get something for it, even though it's like half a half a broken Pringle or whatever. <laughs> I mean, like...
0: He said half a broken. T-
1: <laughs> well, we got a little, we got a little, we got a fourth of a Twizzler back, but you know <laughs> it's all good. Oh, man. You got jokes today, folks.
0: You got jokes today. Yeah. 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 I I know uh Bravion got some heat um from Sunday he like he was getting pushed around. Jadarius wrote on that. Yeah. Going expand on that real quick for us, Jay. What'd you see uh about that Old Boy?
1: Bravion, uh he, I think he had a rough outing simply because of uh, A lot of people overlook the nose tackle of the big guys in the interior defensive line. Mm -hmm. Their job is either you're eating double teams or you're um, winning one to be one. And he didn't either. He was just just like playing patty cake up there, getting moved off the point of attack. Uh, It it wasn't a good game for Dude. Mm -hmm. um, He got outplayed by some of the guys behind him straight up. He sure did. Great point. Hey, Kev. What up? What's going on, man?
0: Nah, another glorious day in paradise. Oh yeah, I know. Somebody mentioned earlier that our defense was uh, was was looking pretty good uh, from a second string standpoint. Um, what, what did you think, Jadarius? Uh,
1: I would say the guys I was most impressed with on defense had to be the safeties. Uh, if you look at Sean Chandler, you look at. Uh, you look at Sam Franklin. You look like look at Kenny Robinson right up behind him. I, I was impressed with how well they tackled and um, mm. how they how they were willing to tackle, which was a little different. It's a little um, different seeing a guy at free safety com, coming down and actually making tackles, and it, it it was just it was it was it was a breath of fresh air to say the least. Um, some of the corners actually stood out to me too. I like. Um, Rashawn Melvin had a nice pass breakup. Kevin Taylor, even Troy Pryor had a, had a nice play on a. There was a a, a three um, receiver bunch on his formation. And he just read his keys and made the play. So, um, a lot of guys, a lot of DBs flying around out there. A little bit more speed than what we're used to from back there, and I think, um, those guys definitely were the, the standout um group position group on the defense. Hmm. Word. Kevin, your thoughts,
0: sir? How did defense look to you? Ah, well, for
2: me, um, you know, I, I was feeling the, I was feeling the uh, defensive line. To be honest with you, uh, mm. you know, got to see, you know, big snack, aka, you know, Phil Hoskins, you know, make a name for himself. Uh, number seventy-one, you know, it seemed like he was always getting penetration to pop up in the backfield. Uh, really can't see really too many times where he ever was going in reverse once he came out of his stands. So he was definitely showed that he could be a disruptive force. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Marquise Haynes, you know, the fourth year play out of Ole Miss, uh, you know, he came in, he did damage, you know, he showed his, his growth, his maturity, his versatility, you know, cause at first, you know, because he came in so light, you know, around, 230, 235, you know, I was wondering if, you know, he can hold his end down and, you know, be a factor in the run game, you know, against the run. But he definitely, uh, he definitely uh, showed his um, flexibility because, yeah, you know, he plays inside and out on certain packages. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a good thing for him to use his quickness. Um cheer gross models You know, he put on, he put on for the city. I like the right. fact that he, uh, he definitely, he definitely showed his ability as a run stopper Mm -hmm. and and, and maintaining, you know, gap integrity. Uh, He also showed his ability to get to the passer. So I definitely like that aspect as well. So uh, for me, you know, uh, I was impressed with the, with the line by second string, um, you know, defensive line, Um, you know, we was talking about uh, Bravion Roy, you know, AKX T-Rex arms, you know, (laughs) but and everybody's ready to, you know, cut him because, you know, f- you know, because of Phil Hoskins showed out. But, I mean, Ron Bra- Roy got off to a slow start last year and really turned it on. So, yeah, you true. know, and then, like I say, he's a rule guy. So, for all you, you know, have a fantasy, you yeah, need to be cut, you know. And, mm-hmm. You know, save your breath for something else. Uh, Braveron Roy going to be here because, you know, even though he had a bad outing, this is when you want to get your bad outings out of the way. Like I don't know why fans are so critical of every mistake in preseason, particularly the first preseason game. You know, this is this is when you want to dump all that out. You don't want to wait to the regular season to, for mistakes to really magnify themselves when the games count. You know, right. when everything's uh, when everything is is uh, when everything matters the most. So it's a good opportunity to see how he comes back. And uh, play is going to go, go up against a very good offensive line from the um, – in the Baltimore Ravens. So, um, you know, I definitely expect to see a bounce-back game. Now, wondering how much the starters are going to play. So, this is definitely going to be an interesting game from a trench point of view as far as uh, seeing if the the players that did well against the Colts, if, they, if that's going to transition over. And also get a look at, uh, at our starters, you know, Derek Brown – um, Aekwon Jones, you know, uh, definitely, um, you know, Morgan Fox, you mm-hmm. know, all them guys. So, it'd be a good chance to really see this, uh, see this D line, you know, what what they all about because, uh, you know, they got a quarterback over there that can scat. So, yeah,
0: you, <laughs> you do do that,
2: <laughs> yeah. And even if they don't, they, they 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 got a run game that's gonna test your manhood, you know. he you know, they can just tee up because you know, with us being so thin and so injured linebacker, you know, they you know they might decide to run the ball 40 times just to just pound and just wear on you. Really? So that so it's definitely gonna be it's definitely uh definitely gonna be fun watching the front sevens um mm-hmm. this week heading up to the game Saturday night.
0: Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jadarius, you, you want to touch on that comment and uh let's talk about number 35, Julius. You should have taco for it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, uh, I feel like he was eating a lot of Miles Hartsfield's reps. Um, uh, with Miles Hartsfield dealing with a, a little injury there. Um, I think he took his reps, but um I didn't I wasn't impressed with them. Um got beat a couple times. Uh I feel like that nickel battle is still up for grabs, even though he's one of the guys that's battling for that spot. Um with Miles Hartsfield coming back um healthy. I don't I don't see him staying that low on the depth chart, especially mm-hmm. at nickel. Um yeah, he's gonna get it. Um I think he's gonna take that spot, honestly. Um yeah, I wasn't impressed with Julius and I, I didn't think he was terrible, terrible, but mm-hmm. he didn't have the best days either.
0: It is what it is, folks. You know, people get injured, and you got to throw people in there, and <laughs> they get exposed. And it is what it is. Um, good question, right here, man. Uh, how do y'all feel about JC not getting any playing time? Um, I I don't have any problem with it. Just I mean, preseason, but I mean, you know, when you guys will to touch on that.
2: I mean, for me, it didn't bother me because, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, Colts didn't have none of their starting wide receivers out. So, um, you know, I mean, even though he is a rookie and every rep does count, um, you know, I don't I don't have a problem with it. Um, he definitely has earned the right to that from basically how he's played in camp. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's easy for me I have zero problems with uh, J.C. Horn um, not playing. Yeah. Um, this past Sunday. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. J.D.? I feel like I feel like your other corners on the roster benefited more from the extra playing time than J.C. would have benefited from like one or two series on defense. Mm-hmm. And um, to keep it a buck with you, I feel like uh, what we saw was not even uh, really what Phil Snow has in mind for the season. I mm-hmm. think they're just installing different looks for the defense right now. Um, it's obvious that we're going to be playing more man. Um, that we're n- not going to be sitting in soft zones as much. Um, but your defense guy has to be able to understand at least both. You need some of the both because if you run man all the time, the whole game, um, you can watch the last Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady tore it up, and if you play zone all game, they will tear it up. So you gotta you gotta be able to do both. And I think um guys like Keith Taylor, Melvin, uh Troy Price, uh mm-hmm. Stanley Thomas Oliver, all those guys benefited from playing the whole game. Um so yeah, I, I think it's not a big deal. And I think it was actually a pretty good idea on Rule's part.
0: I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we gone into the first three three games of the season with with somebody's dinged up? I mean, that's
1: because he played 50 snaps of meaningless football.
0: (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Um, let's see. Joey's slide needs to be deleted. Kevin, (laughs) how do you feel about old Joey? Oh, I could
2: be alone in this, but I'm not really. Again, I'm not really all that much bothered by the fact of, I mean, you know, of the missed extra point and um, missed 63-yarder. I mean, let's 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 keep it 100. You know, he was responsible for most of our scoring.
0: Mm-hmm. Real
2: talk. <laughs> you know. Real talk. <laughs> you know, I mean, you take away what he did, you know what I'm saying, we got our asses handed to us, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, again, it's, uh, I just think his fans overreacting, magnifying every – little mistake that's made from players that they may not particularly be too fond of. And I get it. But again, this is where you want to get your mistakes out. You know, you want to go back and look at what went wrong on the missed extra point. So, Mm. you know, Chase Blackburn can, you know, work with him and, and, uh, you know, get it straightened out again, folks, like preseason is where you want the mistakes to happen. Right um Let's you go. know and as far and as far as that 63 yarder uh that was missed i mean he had the leg it was just off uh but again how it ain't been but so many 60 yarders made in the history of the NFL anyway
0: exactly
2: uh, i mean seriously you may be think i mean it may be maybe 20 made 6 yard field goals in the history of the NFL Fact. so you know so so you so if you take that away uh he was 3 for 4 you know as far as like overall kids, you know, we missed the, uh, Mr. Extra point. So, um, for me, uh, I have no issues with Joey Sly, but you know, the ones that don't care for him, you know, they're going to want to build this as their, as their case of why he needs to be, you know, let go. But, um, I'm not worried about it because he was number one in the NFL last year in the touchback percentage which helps sets up our defense and we got the type of defense that we're going to put on this year. Mm-hmm. You want the opposing team, you know, backed up on the 20 yard line. Real so, cool. you know, yeah. I, um, I'm cool with Joey slot. That's just me. Mm-hmm.
0: You want to expand on that JD? You feel the same? Yeah.
1: Way? Yeah. I feel, I feel the exact same way Kev feels. I feel like most, most fans expect, every kicker to make every kick and that's just not realistic um especially when you look at what we asked him to kick we asked him to kick a 63 yarder that's like the equivalent of um like four or five steps in from half court line and Mm -hmm. we mad at him because he missed it i'm like dude if you take that away he only missed one other kick that day and we Mm -hmm. (laughs) and without those field goals we're not even up in the game we're losing we're getting blown out so I think I think you gotta um, tamper tamper the expectations a little bit. But I also want to shout out our our punter. I thought he wasn't gonna make it when he first came on. That's Charlton, mm-hmm. Joseph Charlton. He's gotten so much better um, as he's gotten more experience,
3: hmm.
1: uh, more accurate kicks. Everything's uh, everything's looking up for him. So um, he's 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 hitting the, striking the ball much much better as a punter and and putting our defense in better position. So. As far as kickers go, y'all need to ease up a little bit. They not they not machines. They they men too. <laughs> <laughs> They're human too. They can be humans too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll let them be, we'll let them be people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Now, I mean, we we talked like really, really briefly about the uh the Greg Little trade. Um uh, Kevin, you wanna go into detail about that? Well, as far as the Greg Little trade, um,
2: it goes back with my offseason prediction. I predicted he would not be on the roster. No, you sure did. Um, this year. So if I need to go dig up my receipt, <laughs> and y- y'all know I love digging up receipts, I got no problems doing that because I said <laughs> it uh, about that. Nice guy, but um, just. Just too soft to be playing the position that he's playing. Is yep. you know, like my football coach used to tell me, "Boy, you sound like rabbits pissing on cotton." <laughs> you know, and it was just—I mean, it was just too many times. Like even in the game, I mean, he's he's literally spinning. He's literally spinning around doing a a full one eighty while blocking on a three step drop. Bro, like what? Like what? A hey, um like I say, I, I wish him well with the rest of his career. Um, I promise you I won't lose no sleep about him being gone. I just, uh, none, you know I, you know, I know we got jokes about, you know, Cam Irving and and things of that nature, but uh, i easily take Cam Irving over uh, Greg Little. So Word. now I don't know how much that is saying, but, <laughs> you know, but you know, the fact that we even got something back from him, that's, that's even better. Um, you know, I, I know it's, uh, it's between whichever team, the two seven-round picks, it's between two seven-round picks, whoever uh, ends up with the highest. That's the one that we get. Um, I, I can't remember the details of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just caught a glimpse of it as I was riding down the road. But um, I like it. You know, it, it creates an opportunity for somebody else to uh, get some more reps. You know, we've been rotating three or four guys uh, in at left tackle all camp just you know mm-hmm. just get a look so um i wish greg little well with the rest of his nfl career and i'm looking forward to um somebody else stepping up and um and really uh fortifying this
0: position finally hopefully you're gonna keep fingers crossed fellas <laughs> and ladies out there jd you have something to say about old mr little
1: i, I just wanna i just wanna pop pop my uh Pop my collar on that, cause uh we be calling shots, bro.
0: Calling hell out of them, don't we,
1: we? I'm saying like, y'all, y'all think we not, we not these other people out here. We re, they reactive, we proactive, bro. We be mm. seeing this and we be telling y'all beforehand. And I'm like, bro, y'all better get on it. Listening to <laughs> us, quit playing <laughs> with us, and take heed when we say somebody trash and they are not going to be here. You better take heed. Take heed, man. Cause I remember it wasn't too long ago I said Troy Pry not go play it down this year. <laughs> and look, uh, and and speedy recovery to do. I don't wish no injury on nobody. True. True. Look, look where we at. <laughs> Wait, Thomas, <laughs> look, Thomas look Oliver. Bro. At. I didn't I say Stanley Thomas Tol- uh, Thomas Oliver was gonna be better than Troy. Look where we at. I'm trying to tell y'all we really do this film stuff. Sto. We tell them, Larry, in the comments. we really do this, bruh. <laughs> we really we'll do this. About. Stripes around
0: here, folks. Stripes, <laughs> chevrons around here. <laughs> oh, here we go. What What are y'all thinking about? When well, we're just going to talk questions real, real quick, and then we get into other stuff. I mean, but your questions are kind of bringing up what we're going to talk about anyway, so is it, it kind of ties in. So, um, what are y'all thinking about? Will Greer throwing it more against the Ravens? I mean, I know. I know. Um, uh, Coach Rule was talking about he, he wants. He really wants to see Will get some more uh, snaps this, this upcoming game. Kevin, um, uh, any uh, any idea on what Will could do? Is he going to take PJ's spot? I don't know.
1: Oh, he on mute. You want right. me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I got. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay, go, ahead, go, ahead, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Okay. Yeah, but uh, far as
2: far as Will Greer, uh, I definitely look forward for him to get um, you know, more opportunity to show what he can do. I have no problems with him going against the Ravens. You know, mm-hmm. you want to you when you want to see what a player got, you want him to go against good competition.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and, and the Ravens, I I can't remember last time the Ravens had a a below average defense. You know what I'm saying, so right. I think this would be a good a good measuring stick to see where he's come and how far he's he's uh, developed. Because, truth be told, he really didn't had so many chances. And the chance he got back in 2019 was with a lame duck coach, when uh, the players had already quit on the season back in 2019. Mm. Um, you know, we be going back and forth with some people on, you know, in, on, in certain Twitter circles about this, like. Don't get me wrong, y'all, y'all know me. I was furious when we drafted um Will Greer. That uh that yeah. draft. I was pissed.
0: Yeah, right. all
2: to hell. You know, because I honestly wanted us to get uh the defensive back out of Florida, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's turned into a very solid, very solid player for them New Orleans Skanks. But uh, in any event, um, but you know, me, so that's letting you know how unbiased I can be, a player that I did not care for, I'm looking forward to see him get an opportunity to show what he's got and what and what he can do, because truth be told, people mm. out of the three quarterbacks on his roster, Will Greer got the best deep ball out of all three. Uh-oh. Okay. Know, I've, I've seen it numerous of times in practice. Um, so, you know, he just got to get everything else around that to uh, to be consistent and uh, but in order to do that, you got to get you got to get practice and get reps. So um, truth be told, if he played the whole game by himself, I, I personally would not be mad about it. Mm. Because I think we already kind of know what we're getting out of P.J. Walker. But, you know, the real deal is, you know, what is um who is Will Greer? You know what? Uh, what? What? Last time we saw Will Greer really get significant action was 2019. So he's had a whole year off. This is year three for him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with him being a third round pick, you know, next year is his last year. So, there's a chance that he could have, you know, possibly some value or, or whatever. This is a chance to really find out.
0: Yep. What's up? What's up,
1: uh, Jay? I feel like I feel like part of me feels like it's irresponsible to have um, we're we're on or have invested a third round pick. I know it's a different. Um, GM and all that different different front office that drafted mm-hmm. him. I think it's irresponsible that your um your franchise spent the third round pick on a guy and you have not thrown him into fire yet. I, even yeah. in the preseason, I'm like it, there is no semblance of them trusting this man with anything other than holding the clipboard. Like it's 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 wild to me. And for Rule to say what he said, I don't believe him unless he starts him. I need him to start him. Right. Playing with playing with the twos. Since you wanna since you want to play coy and put him in the same spot on the death chart, it shouldn't make a difference. Just start him. Start him. Mm-hmm. Bet you won't. I bet you he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. PJ,
0: PJ already outclassed him already, bro. He he showed a lot of poise for his first preseason game. Real and, talk. Uh, and, and you got to, like you mentioned, man, a third-round pick on this kid, and he hasn't, hasn't even really broke a sweat out there, bro. I mean, it's, it is what it is. But I'll tell you what, man, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I, Larry Larry also said that, that Little wasn't going to be on this squad much longer. You know, I, I think every, every, all the fellas was talking about this back in March.
1: <laughs> April, with Greg Little? This might be a couple years in the making. To be honest, it feel like some. It feel like we've been in this this trench. Well, a yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you want to be real about it, we, we, we to be we, honest.
0: Larry, Larry, and Kevin were trying to figure out why the hell we even drafted that guy. And here we here we are, a waste a waste of a, what,
1: a third round pick. Second, Se- oh, second Jesus round. Christ. We traded up. Traded up. We traded up. <laughs> <sighs> trade up, bruh. I'm saying, that's why I hurt to get a fourth of a honey bun, back. See, now now. That's why I hurt. See, we just get we really got a waterfall from from Kev Gatorade back for Greg Lou. I'm
3: hurt. <laughs> I'm hurt,
0: <laughs> man, bro. Oh man, the Herney era. He did some good things, but got a mighty Marty. I swear to God, I.
2: Mm. Should. Should call Washington and see if we could have got a fifth for him like we did for Kyle Allen. I mean, you know, hey, Kyle, motherfucker,
0: I know, right? Anyway, be
2: like, like Herney, you left something, bro.
0: Man, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get, come, come get your guy, man. Come on, come get this right here. Um, so we got a uh, speaking of the Ravens, um. Nah, we we couldn't we couldn't get anybody from the, from the Ravens podcast to get on here today. But uh like Kevin mentioned earlier, man, it's it's gonna be a a bloody nose event. So better be geared up and ready. Um I don't remember I don't remember Carter's name being called
1: in uh in the Colts game. Did did he get some action? I don't think so. Nah, I think they um they consider him a, a starter or gotcha. somehow. So he sat out um with the rest of the starters, I think.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Carter is a one. You're right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir.
1: Jermaine gonna turn up this year though.
0: Bruh, I love his motor though. I love his motor. And uh, that young man that uh, we got from the Jets, uh, he got it got his got a nice sack in the uh the game as well. Oh, look at this dude. Look at this dude. Look at this dude busted in. <laughs> madam You're going to get your ass fired, Larry.
3: <laughs> I don't start for 30 minutes. What's up, Larry?
0: What's good, Larry? Larry? Larry Reynolds, ladies and gentlemen, aka Four mr smooth.
3: I just have a question. Like, uh, how can we make statements about players? It takes people three or four years to realize we're told the truth. We told you three years ago Greg Little was trash. We told you damn near five years ago Vernon Butler was a bust. I guess he had to actually leave the team for y'all to realize that. I just, I don't know. I told you Matt Kahil was trash before he put the jersey on. I don't know. Receipts? I just got, I just got questions. And what are we going to name this? What are we going to name this outstanding offensive line? Is it going to be I 85 or the mid grade, the grade? Mid-grade
1: <laughs> mid- like mid- brigade. Mid-grade Brigade. That's a good one. I like that one. I like mid-grade Brigade. mid br- <laughs> That, that, Big that. Grade, I also, that's
3: brigade I, just, it is. I also wanted to, I wanted to address one other thing with the coaching staff. I know Ron Rivera was, the difference is that Ron was pretty obvious when he was lying to us, but mm. Matt Rule really did believe in his lies. You know he really sat <laughs> up there in front of the entire media and said he that Cam Irving is stiff competition. You know he said that. That's stiff competition. <laughs> the man be lying to y'all. I just, I just want y'all to know, like he be lying to y'all. So I know y'all want to believe in this new culture, this new atmosphere. It ain't much different.
2: Yeah, All say no shit. To- oh, Pe- people lie every day, B.
1: Yeah. Damn, who done got him? They done stop. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> They
1: done cut his feet, dang. <laughs> Pull his plug.
2: chapter <laughs> <laughs> cut that shit off. <laughs>
0: they said, nah, he, yeah. he's slanders he's, he's talking Cut Cut him. Cut that. <laughs> cut that blah, blah, blah. But I was, yeah. Oh, oh he said, my connection's bad. I got my point crossed. You did, yeah, you did, we got you, bro. Nah, they go. They Cut his shit off. <laughs> but yo, I mean, Larry got a point, folks. Uh, f- for real, I mean, that's what I love. That's what I love about podcasts, right? You can go back through our stuff and check out what we've been saying. Like, 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 for real, <laughs> we have archives. Go check it out. Go check it out. Our roster issues. If they would address this stuff that we were talking about two seasons ago, we wouldn't be in this position. Facts. We would have, we would have a better old line. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, bro, like our caps, our cap situation wouldn't have taken this long to start to recorrect itself. I mean, it's these these guys don't know what to talk about, yo. Real talk. <laughs> he said HR is on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But um, well, while, while we're right here, uh, shout out to uh, Manscaped. If you guys haven't checked them out, of course, you see the ticker at the bottom there, 4MRScaped20. You type that in when you order your stuff from their website there, right there on the screen, manscaped.com. You will receive 20% off and free shipping. And if you don't use that code, folks, you will pay for shipping, and it's not cheap. Trust me. I'm just saying. So 4MRScaped20, that's the code. Manscaped.com, that's the website. Go check them out, folks. They have great package deals for you, man, to take care of all the male regions below the old belt line and all the good stuff, man. And actually, you know, razor grooming, cologne, all the good stuff. Yo, so check them out. Manscaped.com, folks. It's right there for you. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. And you can listen to the podcast while you're searching. <laughs> real talk, real talk. I appreciate that, but it's just oh step for Sly, bro. <laughs> you beefing with Sly, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, i tell you what though, man. I, I I guarantee you he'll win us some games, though, man. He's good. he'll win us some games. He did that last year. Because apparently, you know, we couldn't get the offensive rolling when the defense uh wasn't uh was clicking, and we couldn't get the defense clicking when the offense was clicking, and so. We won some games because of Joyce slides. so I mean it's that's that's evident but you know looking for, looking for a better kicker is something we should we should look into. I, mean, I will not waste a draft pick on it. That's just me. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh Trimble. Kev. Kev hey, Kev talked up Trimble before we, before we went to that game when uh, Vash was on here. Tell him about it, Kev.
2: Yeah, you know, I mentioned that you know what I've been seeing in the camp, outside of a, a little stretch period where he had a case of the dropsies, that you know he the kid's got hands. He he's a very good route runner. He seems to know the spots to, to where to go to, and you know that uh touchdown he caught from uh, P.J. Walker. That thing was a bullet. That wasn't no there oh, wasn't man. no touch pass he caught. I mean, he caught that thing. It wasn't no bobbling. It just like stuck to his hands. You know and uh that was that was six folks so um uh, you know hey you know the the issues in the red zone short yardage, I, I just think that we're we got the talent from a skill position point of view to really you know think about it so mm-hmm. you know would, would everybody you know focus on like a a Dan Arnold and a, a McCaffrey or you know receivers like dj and Robbie you know you're gonna have some guy like this. You know, we, especially if we come out in twelve personnel that you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to uh, go have to consider, you know, and the fact that he has an H back type mentality where he can line up either on the line or off the line, um, and or or could be in the backfield. I, I just really think that's going to give him t- going to give him the ability to be put in positions to really uh, be like that solid killer on the stat sheet. May not. Be that guy you want to pick up on fantasy, but he's that guy that's that's making them plays that really help make a difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but I was, I was definitely glad to see uh, see him uh, get that touchdown. It's a good feeling for him. I, I know he didn't have that many at Notre Dame like that. Uh, but uh, Tommy Trouble, I mean, hey, he's on the team. He's got my support. I just really look forward to just seeing him have the opportunity to develop and grow from uh, this past
0: game and to keep moving forward. All right, all right. Jadarius, do you want you want to mention something on Trimble?
1: Yeah, um, I was I was impressed um, overall. First pass he caught was like a a, a play action boot. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he might have been a check down on that play, but um, did well enough to get almost 10 yards. So that and then the the route, I think one of the things that people don't understand with the route where um, Trimble came all the way across the field to steal the ball from Bayless, mm-hmm. he was moving. He was booking it. He he was like, I don't think people understand how fast he is. Yeah. Um, but to come all the way across the field like that, and uh, not even bobble a pass and just pluck it out the air like that. That was pretty. That was pretty impressive for me for a guy that's not um, was not heralded as somebody as the most um, savvy or the best receiving tight end um, ever. But I was on the Trumble train way way before um, before draft night. He was my forty third person overall on my big board out of all the yeah. prospects. I had like two hundred prospects on that board. Word. He was number forty three. So, um, I, I I saw the glimpses of it. It was good to see um, in live action for us.
0: Word, word, word. <laughs> Larry said Matt Rule had y'all believing there was really a competition to left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he did, and now we got people on Twitter talking about oh Brady well, Christensen, was it he he did it he had a stellar job and then he did a great job and X Y and Z. I'm like. Bro, did you did you see the way that DN just absolutely abused him, abused him in that in that red zone situation where PJ threw, got out of the pocket and got the pass off to uh, to Trimble. If if that wasn't PJ, I, I don't I don't know if that play would have happened, man. Um, that was that was a, that was a great escape move for him, man. But look look at that play again, folks. I mean, guy, I mean Brady just got absolutely abused. It's the old dislodge and chuck his butt on out the way he said <laughs> like Jesus Christ man Whew. did y'all hear
2: the did y'all hear the um post game about that particular play that uh really wasn't supposed to be that touchdown to Trumbull
0: yeah that was he was looking at numbers it was a 17 16.
1: it was it was originally supposed to be um a clock play They were supposed to spike it or, or kneel or something like yeah, that yeah supposed to let it get to the two minute warning. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So the
2: the play that shouldn't have been ended up being a touchdown. So hey,
0: that was shit. that on PJ? Was that PJ's call? Or
2: yeah, that was on PJ because it was a play that was uh, uh that was sent. It was two plays that was sent in, mm-hmm. and you know, based on a look, you know, either run it or clock it. So rule was apparently telling him in his headset to clock it, but PJ just went in and ran the play. And like I said, if it was for his athletic ability to escape that DM pressure from that was coming from the attempted pass block by Brady Christensen. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that play really was supposed to be um, uh take us to the two minute warning. It's a risk.
1: Wait a minute. What? Stop. How does that make sense to you from a, from a strategy standpoint? To clock it to get the to, to 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 the two minute warning instead of running another play. What what? Well, the why, clock, why the, the, clock the,
2: the, the clock was running, so it was just be like, you know, the play comes running. S- I guess I guess to try to milk the two minutes, you know, milk it, and then you know, run plays to milk down the remaining two minutes, you know, to okay. limit the other team from you know you scoring first oh, of all, getting the, but also yeah, don't yeah, limit okay. them. So they yeah, took the time off the clock. So the I was about, was about to say, hold on, that thing. don't even make
1: sense to me. <laughs> All right, then okay. I was I'm about bad. to say rule, what, what what are you on? Okay. <laughs> that's probably why that's probably you. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, now that I'm hearing it out loud, wait a minute. We, I, I kinda... see that's, pro- that's probably why it was two plays given instead of one. Uh we're kind of
0: Yeah, exactly. We're kind of skeptical of rule anyway, man. You know, just... I gotta
1: I gotta check his work sometimes, bro. Because some mm. of the stuff he pulled last year.
0: Boy, Lord, Lord mm-hmm. mercy. I'm just saying. i just saying. Um, I know people are making fun about uh, these guys running laps and shit and hitting the EDO. sign and all that stuff. Um, and you know, and um, Larry Larry mentioned something um, in a comment. Let's see if I can find that real quick. He was, yeah, Kevin. This is directed directed to you actually. Kevin shit, Avery, shit, since we don't practice red zone, silent cadence, or mental discipline in the trenches, what do we practice? <laughs> ha! how to slap a sign. I mean, conditioning. That's <laughs> a <laughs> 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 practice conditioning. <laughs> now go ahead, Kevin. What, what you, how you feel about Larry's comment here? I mean, oh. it's a joke, but you know, it's got it's got some substance to it. It does. <laughs>
2: It does, but uh, but now we do. Uh, we have practiced a, a lot of uh, red zone situational football. I really been seeing a lot of that, um, you know, prior to uh, them leaving for Indy. So, uh, Troopy told you a lot of emphasis on red zone, um, short yardage, uh, fourth down plays. I've seen a lot of situational football um, being practiced at training camp. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Hmm. definitely going to be interesting seeing, you know, what else they add to it. Obviously, you know, this whole, this whole talk about the cadence uh, not being put in and things like that. I mean, I get it, you know, that should have been thought of, but again, we're talking about rules first preseason game. I mean, how many, you know, probably wasn't expecting that many people to be there, you know, with all the restrictions and, you know things like that, so it it was a misjudgment, but it's not something that some people are trying to, you know, build a case for a rule. Because here's the thing, we didn't hear about that, but none of the road games last year did we? Sure. But there not been a silence cater So, you know, like I said, people people who have a personal vendetta against a certain player or a certain coach, they're going to try to build these, you know, you know these big court cases and. You know, mm-hmm. against against them with with just every single thing that gets done. Again, would you rather this happen in preseason or regular season?
0: Mm.
2: You know, so when you when you get all critical about what's going on or when a mistake is made, you know that's 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 the whole key.
0: Thanks, thanks. in JD. <sighs> I,
1: I honestly. <laughs> The way I feel about it, I feel like we just be practicing our form when we run laps. Mm. I, I'm not. And Kev Kev is the 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 boots on the ground as far as what they've been doing um, at mm. training camp and stuff. I honestly don't know what, what's been going on. Like from from that kind of perspective, he's he's the guy to go to for that. Um, mm-hmm. If y'all want to go back and check out some of his write ups, he touches on a little bit of this situation and ball um, at the four man Foreman go check that out. Shame, shameless plug. No, Excellent no. job by the by um by Kev with that, those breakdowns letting us know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is the time, like um, like Kev mentioned, you want to iron out the kinks when it don't matter. It's not gonna count against your record. Um mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably a part of the reason why we struggled so much. Um in situational ball last year is that we just didn't have those looks or that um, that muscle memory for Rule for to call a timeout here or to go for it on fourth and short. Um, I think you saw a little bit of that situational ball to where we didn't necessarily need to do a certain call, but we did it just to get the look. I think that was missed sorely last year. And I mm-hmm. think, um, think Rule and them will get better and situational ball as the year progresses, um, still a young coaching crew. So I think uh, with the more looks we get with situational ball, uh, the more, we'll, the better we'll get at executing those, um, those calls strategically. Well done. Well done. Um, I know people
0: mentioned in Hubbard in the, uh, in the chat. Um, I, excellent, excellent, excellent showing by him in terms of, you know, staying with it i know he got popped a couple of times i was wondering if he's gonna get back up <laughs> but but <laughs> um but man you know he, he he has good leverage um he keeps his feet moving obviously you know the the big the his big play was that 59 yard run when he did get run down somebody mentioned um yeah something about about rookies they you know they don't know how to i' don't know they don't know they don't know how to pace themselves um, when, it, when it comes to a game, you saw that with Marshall and that wide open re- reception that he got. Most receivers, most season receivers will catch that shit in a situation and take off and that's six. Um, he just, he just simply ran out with gas. The, if you guys played Pop Warner back in the day, you know, when he was little, you don't know, you don't know how to necessarily pace yourself. You get that ball in the open, you just, he, he was, he was gassing, man. He was gassing, but um. Yeah, Hubbard. Hubbard's a, uh, he's a, he's a good running back, man. Um, but like somebody mentioned, uh, Joshua mentioned, you know, I, I mean, we we seen what he can do, but he he got explosion. He he, he can catch the ball somewhat. Um, I mean, he's 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 special, man. Um, what, what do you think? What do you think, Kevin? Number two position of the running back. Is that gonna be Bon Bon? Is that gonna be? Uh, oh, Hubbard, Hubbard?
2: Um, you know, I'm on Team Bonafon. That's just me because with him, and let me say this correctly so people don't think I'm, uh-oh, I'm trying to say they're the same. Mm-hmm. He he does possess the same versatility that Christian McCaffrey does. You can line him up anywhere in the backfield. You can line him up in the slot. You can line him up out wide. So, knock on wood. You know, he's the type of player that if, that if McCaffrey wasn't available for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you don't have to change the playbook, you know, because he allows you to have that same type of versatility um, and flexibility that you have with the McCaffrey.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, because one one of the things, and if, if you want to call it nitpicking about the game, I, I need for my second-round pick wide receiver and my fourth-round pick running back, not to get walked down. You know, I mean, those, those those should have been house in my opinion. I mean,
0: Every one of both of them. Yep.
2: You know, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. I because when I'm from what I saw on the TV, I didn't see nobody in front of them. So, you know, that, like I say, call it nitpicking, but I, I think that those were touchdowns left on the board right there. Yes, just sir. My own. Small personal opinion, but hey, again, first preseason game, you know, uh, you know, to be interested to see in practice, you know, mm-hmm. after they catch that they, they sprinting to the end zone instead of trotting, um, we'll see if, if that's going to be implemented in practice, but, mm-hmm. um, but overall, and and that's not a knock against, uh, Chuber because, uh, you know, for those of us that was keeping up with the, uh, you know, the tweaks that were going on during the um, tour day with the Colts, you know, you know Hubert was like killing him on the, on, on the kickoff game. You oh, know, really? he broke one out. He, yeah, he broke one. Um, he ran one all the way back, and he had another um, another long one shortly thereafter. So hmm. uh, Hubert Huber definitely has the has talent, has ability. But when, when I'm looking for and my number two running back, uh, Bonifant is more refined with his. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so for the meat, no, uh, Hubert had Hubbard has not proved that he's a number two running back. Uh, that doesn't mean he doesn't have number two running back potential because he definitely Mm. does. But, but like I say, he's he's a rookie, you know, and he's a fourth round rookie. You know, this is not, um, you know, this is not, um, um, Etienne, you know, Travis Etienne. This is not Najee Harris. Or whatever it is, this is this is a day three. Let me improve the bottom half of my roster. Uh, Tight pick. True. And 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 there's nothing wrong with him starting off that way.
0: Nope.
2: You know, hell, look like he already had more reps than the last running back we drafted, Jordan Scarlett, already in one <laughs> game. <laughs> poor so, bro.
0: poor guy.
2: Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Let's 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 not be so quick to just throw him in there because they draft picks. You know, mm. let them let them. Um, Earn, earn, their opportunities.
0: Word, word.
1: JD. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not prepared to say um, Hubbard is RB two yet. Um, that guy's been bonafide for the long as long as I can remember. Uh, I think Reggie most um, he closely resembles the totality of what Christian gives you as far as um, versatility. Um, Bonifant was a former wide receiver um, Mm -hmm. at Louisville, solid wide receiver, good routes, good hands, solid hands, Um, explosive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jump cuts go crazy. (laughs) Elusive. (laughs) All those things are what Christian gives you. And I think Hubbard gives you shades of those things. But I think as far as skill goes, skill for skill, I think um Bonifine is the next closest thing to Christian McCaffrey we have on the roster. Mm. And I think I think it's um I think it's mismanaging um our our talent to not get him on the field any way we can. So um if it means that we have to put Bonafine in the slot, I'm with it. If it means he gotta return some kicks, I'm with it. Just get the man the ball, please. <laughs> Put him Let in space. him get him the ball in space, mm-hmm. please. Just do it. Word, word. I, I've always been a bon,
0: Bonifant fan, even though even, even though he had a he had a chance to get a touchdown. on that I think it was the, was that also the Jacksonville game? Um, he, he was he hit him dead in his hands and, it, and and fell right through. I know he had a he had a a long run in that game, but he also had a situation. I think it was a Jacksonville game. I can't remember. They could have been. Hands.
1: I think that might have been because that that was like the only game he had some, um several targets and touches. Yeah, so yeah. it might have been that game. So I mean,
0: Bob, like Kev said, he's he's a refined runner, bro. You get him out in get him out in the open, he's he's gone. He he's he's gone. He outran the whole Jacksonville squad. So <laughs> so me, um, I got, got I got I got confident in him, man. I got confidence in him. We'll see. Stay tuned. Um. <laughs> artist, Cameron artist Payne. I was a big Cameron artist Payne fan. I'm, I'm just going to put myself out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying.
1: He you did it Huh? <laughs> I said you went alone. I was with. Yeah. You. I like man. I like the man, bro. Yeah, great feet, bro. Them, I'm, just, the, the, I'm saying them cuts was crazy. <laughs> if you go back and look at them. it was crazy. He's real, bro. Real.
0: Um, Marshall. Yeah, yeah. We 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 spoke briefly about him. Um. But, man, he, he he looks good. But the other receiver, what's my man's name? That was getting off uh, Sunday? Oh, God, I can't remember his name. It was Marshall and was, what was his number? 83. I believe that was his number.
1: That's David Moore.
0: Moore. He he had some good catches. He had some good catches Sunday, man. He had he had, a, he had some good outing. Um, and yeah, and what she, she Smith was
2: Y'all say what about the one shot Smith caught on the sidelines? That
0: was a pretty pass too. That was a pretty Mm -hmm. pass. That was his only target that game. Only target.
1: Mm. Good pass. Good catch. That look look, he made me mad because I want to see more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More. Well,
0: I I was surprised about more, man. I was. uh, I was. I was really impressed by that. But, um, but you know, folks, if you again go check the receipts. Jadarius has been speaking high about she, she's, you know, since we drafted the kid before we drafted the kid, um, Kevin was talking about how he was running these remarkable routes and practice and things of that nature, man. Bro, Smith, Smith, Smith ready. Bash style was telling, was telling you about him. He's, he's ready. Kids ready. you guys, ready you guys, you guys want lights. to talk about the receivers?
1: Oh, I'm always ready to talk about receivers. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> uh, from what we've seen, I think that past game, I think the the guy that that r- r- rose the highest in the receiving room has to be Terrace Marshall. Given mm-hmm. the fact that um, we were told that he was going to be brought along slowly, mm-hmm. um, coming out of coming off that injury, coming in from college, um, didn't I didn't see any slow bringing up bringing him on. Rule said himself, they're trying to force feed him. Um, my favorite in the room is still Shy Smith. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of time before he starts to eat up some of the snaps and targets that the other guys are getting. Uh, let's see. Omar Bayless, I'm, I'm I'm a little upset he didn't get more targets. Uh, somebody has been killing preseason and, I mean, training camp mm-hmm. for like two years now before he got hurt last year and now this year. So I need I need these guys to get more targets, more looks. Um I think we know what David Moore is at this point. I think you need to let your um let your rookies eat some of the those your younger guys eat some of those um, targets. And I don't think uh, I don't think that I think they moved too soon from from that core group of Omar Shy and uh Marshall. I think they moved, took them out of the game too soon versus the Colts. And uh, I don't think I need to see Vintel Bryant out here running routes for Will Greer or whoever the second backup quarterback is. It's, it's just no need for that. Let your guys that you know need the reps get the reps.
0: Hmm. Kevin, what, what you saying about this receiver in class, man? We got some depth, bro.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna throw a name out here that might cause a little bit of stir because I don't I see. Mixed feelings, but the truth of the matter is, he can catch, he runs good routes, he's got good hands, they can play the special teams. I'm talking about Brandon Zylstra. And uh, I'm, you know, I was reading in the comments earlier, that someone was saying, you know, what if it come down to Brandon Zilstra, or Shy, scared they're gonna uh, keep Brandon and stash Shy on the practice. No, nobody's gonna put Shy Smith on nobody's practice squad to be plucked and be. You know, going somewhere? That's that's like giving the Chiefs a gift. You know, they'll, <laughs> you know, they, you know, you know, they stay looking at our, you know, um, our bag of goodies, sure for our draft picks. So now, whether all eleven of our draft picks make the roster, yet to be seen. But, um, but yeah, uh, I think Brandon Zilstra. I think he's he's going to be one of the ones that is going to uh, be one of the get one of the last receiver spots. Uh primarily because, like I said, he's um he, if nothing else, he's consistent. Mm. Now he's not flashy, but he's consistent. He like I said, he catches the ball, he runs good routes. Um, he's a core player on all four special team units. And you know, the more you can do, the more value that you uh, the more value that you add. True. Um now he's someone that had to grow me. I really wasn't a huge fan of him last year, but mm. just watching him over the offseason, um, I could definitely see why. He, he's back on the team and i think he um, adds value to the uh to the to the uh, bottom part of the uh, wide receiver depth so um i i've been impressed with him so far with what i've seen in camp um you know he has some amazing catches where he dragged his toe and you know some tight sidelines you know type plays so i think uh, i think Brandon is definitely going to have a say on one of the uh one of the receiver spots and if he does like like you really have no reason to be mad or or question it because that's either your own personal bias. Your mind is already made up that you don't want him on the team or don't think he's worth it. Because if you, if you took off the number and just watched the performance, Mm -hmm. you'll be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the guy, you know, but Mm -hmm. like I say, fans like who they like, they hate who they hate. So I get it. But um, I definitely think the, as far as the receiving room, Brandon Zilstra is someone that's, uh, really stuck out uh, really stuck out to me and has uh, performed well.
1: I think the dark horse to make the 53 right now might be C.J. Saunders. Um, hmm. if, if you look at some of the write-ups Kev has written, he's also another guy that, that has been standing out, and he returns kicks and punts as well. So somebody hmm. that's sure-handed runs um, good, quick routes from the slot. I think that's something that um, we missed for a little while. And our receiving core is that slot type guy, and I see the guys in the comments mentioning Amendola. I think that's your Amandola right there, C.J. Saunders.
0: Yeah, that's what everybody's agree- yeah, that's what everybody's saying in the chat. He's, he's an Amandola type, and that's, yeah, that's what he is. And we see how reliable he's been. So, I mean, anyway, that's that's not a that's not a bad tag to have, but if you're a wide receiver, right. yeah.
2: And the fact that we're going to be able to bring up two practice squad players on game day to push the roster to 55, mm-hmm. uh, I think that gives a unique opportunity for us to keep six and possibly add a seventh, you know, because right. I can see about two or three wide receivers that can, yeah. um, you know, contribute to special teams, such as, um, such as a Brandon Zylstra, such as a, mm-hmm. a Shai Smith, such as a, a CJ Sunders, because, you know, he returns as well.
1: And you know, you, you, you never had too many returners. Right. Um, you know. um, I'm sick of the days yeah. where we had Joe Webb returning kicks and stuff. Joe fucking Webb. Well. <laughs> we had our backup quarterback out there. Oh, my God. Kick. And Man, we tried to market it. <laughs> we were trying was to market it, too. <laughs> we said yeah. he is Swiss Army Knife. Yeah. He could do it all. But, but let me do this. <laughs> Joe Webb,
2: uh, Pharaoh Cooper. Joe Webb.
0: (laughs) Joe Webb. Joe Webb. Joe Joe Webb. Webb. Joe Webb. Sorry. Joe Webb. Sorry. Joe Webb. I'm dead. (laughs) Easy. Trayton Cannon is a missile. Yeah, Trayton Cannon is a missile. He is. Um, So uh, several people have asked this question in the chat, fellas. Luke Keekly in Buffalo. Is it a big deal? I've seen people getting pissed about it. I've seen people be like, "Yeah, whatever, man. You know, it's, it's, it's football. It's you know, let him go get a job." Yada yada yada. You guys have any have any uh, thoughts about Luke and him working possibly working in Buffalo or what the hell is he doing in Buffalo? Maybe went up there to get some wings.
1: I don't know. Shit. <laughs> man said so he was going to Buffalo to get some wings. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. it could be they got some, they got authentic wings up there.
0: The real deals. Ain't it? Real deal. Um what do you what do you think, Janai? Is, is it a,
1: is it a thing? I I think what Panther fans need to understand is that Luke um is a legend in this generation of football. Uh that to is. many young players, not just Panther players. You really? got linebackers all over the, the, the league, linebackers he never even played with saying, oh I wanted to be like Luke keekley look at Darius Leonard he got paid and he said I want to be. I want to be like Luke keekley so it, it, mm-hmm. you got to understand that this man is a legend in the game and he's he's more than just a player the brain the knowledge he has for the game um it supersedes anything Panthers related this is like he changed the game for linebackers. Now everybody's looking for that Mike linebacker that can cover like a safety and hit like a linebacker. So yeah. it's 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 I think it's I think it's overstated, and I think it's a little selfish on our part mm. to ask that man to spend nine years um beating up his body here and then faulting him for retiring and getting sad and acting like the man doesn't have a life to live and family and all that good stuff. <laughs> and then when we then we get mad because he went back to a scheme um, to help a coach that whose scheme he knows. This right. is an entirely different scheme. Like, we can't act like Luke hasn't been in a 4-3 his whole life, and then right. he comes to Carolina. Or, well, Snow and them come to Carolina and switch it up to a hybrid, and now, look, McDermott's been running the same defense for the whole time. Right. That's what Luke knows. Right. And if he feels like he can help their linebackers – by golly, go help him! Man, and Lord. I hope you be a coach one day. And I hope you, I hope you win the Super Bowl. Oh that man, way. I can, since we can't get you one,
0: imagine <laughs> that man on the sideline with some with a headset on, boy, Luke Keekley, bro. Oh my man, God, that God. stress. Oh,
1: oh, they don't want that stress. Look, Sean oh. they don't want that stress. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? You
0: you talking about somebody planning planning an ass whooping coming coming for you, boy? Oof. Kevin, what do you what do you think about Luke, bro?
2: Yo, y'all remember Luke in that 26 game, 16 game up in Seattle when he fussed at Rivera?
0: Yeah, I do. Boy. Who's like, damn.
1: Yo, he went off. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, oh shit. <laughs> I ain't I don't think I ever seen that side of Luke. Yeah. You
0: can see it
2: all. But, <clears throat> yeah, but for me, this is a non-story. Uh, and any Panther fan that's and it was hard-pressed to find any Panther fans that didn't like Luke. But for those of y'all that's feeling all of y'all damn feelings, I want y'all to do me a favor. I want you to go to the mirror. I want you to get real close. And I want you to just suddenly apply a lot of pressure <sighs> using the back of your hand to that mirror because y'all are acting the fuck up because it is not that damn serious. Understand, like you said, Luke is Luke a legend. He's going up mm-hmm. to visit. So what if he's, you know, sharing you know, his information. So what his, you know, defense co- former defense coordinator asked him to come up and, you know, help him out a little bit. Mm. Why not? You know, that doesn't change anything he ever did for Carolina.
0: Sure no. You
2: know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't take it don't take nothing from him. So yeah, all you Panther fans has got, got issue with Luke Keekly and turn trader and all this other stuff. You know, you know, find a chair, turn it upside down and sit on it hard and fast. That's how I feel about it. Because it's it it's, it's uncalled for, you know that that man was willing, you know, risk, you know, his livelihood for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was well, I think he made all pro uh, every year but one, if I'm not yeah. mistaken.
0: Yeah, and he got hurt that year, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, so you know you got you you folks just mad got some got some you know, Gall and Audacity to even fit your mouth to have anything, you know, bad to say about Luke Kuechly. I can see if he went to the Saints, Bucks, Ooh. or Falcons and did this. You know, Ooh. then I'd be like,
0: Ooh. he went
2: to a whole nother conference
0: mm-hmm.
2: on the opposite side of 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 the um, Eastern Seaboard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, damn, he's damn near in Canada. <laughs> you know, and y'all, and y'all feeling some kind of way about that. No, no. Like I said, find that mirror. Take the back of your hand. Apply pressure until until you stop. Because this this is nonsense. This this is no big deal. You know, like like oh, he's taking all the secrets with him.
0: Man, what, nah, it don't work that way, folks.
2: What what secrets?
0: There, there the defense, are no secrets.
2: This is the same defense that Sean McDermott ran. So he's just sharing what he knows about it.
0: Mm-hmm. So You know and. The Larry typed here, and let me just read this for you, podcast listeners. I think a level of respect also has to be given to McDermott. I mean, he truly was a key to just about all of our real success on defense during the Rivera era. Everybody on that defense respects him, and that, that's true. And people tend to dismiss what Sean McDermott did for the Carolina Panthers. Ron Rivera was 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 integral. Don't get me don't get don't get it twisted. But Sean McDermott, and we saw what happened to our defense after Sean left. Sean McDermott was a bigger Talk piece of our or was, was a bigger piece to our Super Bowl run than Ron Rivera. Don't sleep on it. Talk to him. Don't sleep on it. Sean McDermott got us to the Super Bowl. I'm not quite sure about Ron Rivera. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Ron's a hell of a coach. He's, he's, he's a good leader. But Sean McDermott was an XO guy, and he he knew the pieces to put in place to, to make that defense just just trill, trill. And every year we got better with that defense, man. Luke Luke's gonna be a hell of a coach one day, and I I think I think it'd be stupid if he didn't go work for Coach McDermott. I, I think it'd be absolutely stupid if he didn't do that for his career. Real talk, real talk. I, I agree with you, fellas, man. You know, just yeah. Just,
2: and that's if he bro. wants to coach. And that's if he wants to coach because Luke Kuechly, you know, he he loves his outdoors. He loves to go fishing. He does. Um, he loves his freedom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah
2: I, let Luke Kuechly do whatever the fuck Luke Kuechly wants to damn do. Because yeah. you know you ain't got the two choices. Shut up and like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it <is. laughs> yeah. Sean McDermott. <laughs> Sean McDermott is a beast, man. And, and, and yeah, you never know. Luke just might want to go up there and say hi. There's some some good fishing spots up there, up that way, too. Good hunting up there, too, man. So
1: Mm -hmm. I I feel like what we don't understand about Luke is that um, when it comes to football, he's either all in or he has to separate himself. I think that's why he kind of walked away from us. Mm -hmm. It's because he realized um, I'm still spending as much time as I was playing, Um, and I'm supposed to be taking a step back and doing the things I like to do. Yeah, I man. think it came down to him being like, okay, I'm going to just have to walk away because I won't be able to do the things I want to do with the family and the people I love because I'm still spending so much time watching film. <laughs> right. I think, I think that, I think that's what the case was. And I think, I think Sean McDermott just happened to call in a favor this time.
0: Probably. Probably. Hey, um, so before we wrap up fellas, let's, let's uh touch on this Denzel Perryman uh, worth signing. Uh, situation. I I know, I think it was the last podcast, maybe the one before that when we mentioned, um, uh, well, I think Kevin mentioned, we just, we should probably just wait to see him uh, week one um, of the season, of the regular season. Um, Do you still hold that uh, to be true, Kevin? Was was it a good idea bringing in Denzel?
2: Yeah, I definitely think it was. I mean, his stats supported. I get it. You know, the, you know, he already had an injury, Uh, history and uh, missing games like that a missing training camp Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but again you know whatever it takes for him to come in the regular season as healthy as possible I mean he's a proven vet around this league you know Charger Mm -hmm. fans hated that they couldn't keep him so you know and if you follow him on IG you'll realize he's a funny dude as well Uh, Definitely, definitely very entertaining so
0: you got a sense um, of humor
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and,
2: yeah, you know, and if you, you know, watching, you know, posting his pictures, I mean, dude lives in them. Dude is a chiseled rock, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: mm.
2: you know, he definitely takes his health to, uh, uh, you know, to the to the highest level of excellence. So I just really think that, uh, you know, this is one of things, yeah, it's a nuance, but really what are, you know, what are we – what are we missing? This, is a, this isn't this is some rookie learning. This is, you know, this is a veteran player. So right. um, I'm good with it. I'm excited to see him. Like I said, as long as he's healthy and um, ready to go come week one against the Jets, you know, I'm all for it.
0: Right on. Uh, JD, won't you tackle the, this this question right here? Perryman over Carter or Carter over Perryman?
1: Yeah. Uh. Mm, that's a good question Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> that's two different
2: types
1: of linebackers but go ahead it is yeah <laughs> it I, was, is. I was just about that i was just about to mention that great point. shout out great coach point. russell with the question that's that's my family what's up um, coach uh man i think I'll, I'll go ahead and touch on the first one since i had something to say i'll feed that into the second sure. part i think i think denzel perriman um was worth bringing in just because we've had so many passive linebackers uh we had passive linebacker play last year and that's not his game at all uh for Perryman he's coming downhill he's tagging your fanny like uh like <laughs> like uh old boy d g up in 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 y says mm-hmm. um so i think i think from that perspective alone um we needed another thumper on the roster or somebody that's gonna be aggressive play aggressive play fast um so I think it was worth it in that in that perspective. I think I think I think Jermaine Carter is going to be the starter, man. I just got that I just got that 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 gut feeling that mm. Jermaine Carter is going to end up starting and then Denzel Perryman is going to end up being um one of our stalwarts on special teams and then coming in and spelling either Shacker uh Carter given the mm. situation or given that mm. they need a breather. I think Jermaine Carter is is more suited to be an every-down backer in our system in that um, he's aggressive, but he also can uh, move a little better in coverage. Um, so I think, I think at this point, even if Carter starts over Perryman, it was still worth bringing Perryman in on the simple fact that we needed guys that can play aggressive, play fast, and attack the right gaps um, at linebacker, and that will be a, a huge upgrade from last year. Good point,
0: good point, man. Well, there you go, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like Carter's attitude, man. Like like they mentioned, I like his energy. Um, he he's he's a thumper. He's a thumper. If he can if he can just keep his his attitude in check, so he can stay on the field and not and not you know punish uh, punish the defense, flags, penalties, things of that nature. Oh, well, bro, I he no, I agree with the guys, man. He can, he's, a, he's a great fit. He's a great fit, but you can't you can't negate what Denzel's done and what he brings. I mean, I, I, he's 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 a hell of a run stopper, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just pun- he punishes pulling old lineman, bro. If 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 he knows where you're going and he he beat you to the spot, it's a
1: wrap. It's bro. over. He's you know he, your ass. <laughs> he reminds me so much of a young Beason, man. Yeah <laughs> just looking at the Miami film, the same, the same number, all that good stuff. Boy, if you just took like and put it in, like, three 360p on YouTube, you took it, Jermaine, um, you took Denzel Perryman's film, they, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two. Straight Dang. up.
0: That's, that's a great compliment right there, man.
2: Yo, and since we put a Jets Week 1 at Makai Beckton about uh, Perryman, oh, that's a holly film? <laughs> Where, <laughs> now, mind you, Makai Beckton about, what, 6'6", six, six, 350, works, big, big,
1: Yeah,
0: big dude. Yeah, he's big dude.
2: And on, a, and on and on an off tackle play or a tall sweep, I believe. Yeah, Perriman unassed Big beckton to make the top. Now Perriman not a tall linebacker either,
0: you know, it's if not. I'm not mistaken. It's like what mm-hmm. six six foot? Probably six, under six, that. One,
2: six, six one at best, if that. Yeah. You know, yo, know, and because he had leverage and force, he unassed Big beckton on, on a on which is some sort of play with a tackle. Pulls out in lead, yep. and um, and he unass him and made the tackle on the play. So sure did, so, bro. You know, you need that. Yeah. I mean, so he, yeah, <laughs> we, we need that. So again, I'm I'm not going to make any fuss about what's done or not done in preseason. All that matters to me is that we are at our healthiest come week one.
0: Word. Mm-hmm. Starters are starters for a reason. So I mean, I mean, I, either way one of those guys we plug in will be ready to play. They'll be ready to play but you know like like Kevin said they bring something different to the table obviously. Um since we're playing the Jets man you can't go wrong with Carter or Denzel in my, in my eyes because <laughs> the Jets quarterback situation is is laughable. <laughs> like, you know it's neither here nor there neither here nor where no there um Deshaun Watson we are not we are not talking about Deshaun Watson (laughs) no coach coach yeah stop stop Deshaun Watson is a Texan and he'll stay a Texan (laughs) damn it (laughs) oh man oh yeah people have been talking about that what's that Minsu Minsu down in Jacksonville yeah coming up here why Oh, I missed that. We don't, we have yeah, trade people Oh, well it's it's a twit, it was a Twitter rumor. Oh, oh trading, of course
1: yeah. of course
0: yeah, but we're not we're not trading no quarterbacks, people. We're not. Oh we, Kevin slipped off the screen. But um sorry coach. We ain't talking about that shit. <laughs> we ain't talking about that shit, coach. All right, man. Um so hey, Panther fans, we thank you so much for guys. Uh thanks so much. For you guys dropping by here on our uh Facebook uh Twitter live feed. Uh we we do this every Tuesday from now on, uh especially during the season. And um after our preseason, our fourth preseason game, last preseason game of the of the preseason, we're gonna do our uh post-game podcast. Well, it's a post-game show, it's not a podcast necessarily. It's a post-game post-game live with um with with you guys and we're gonna talk about the uh the game um you know what what we thought and what we saw and all of this stuff exchange ideas like we normally do cool that's what's up that's what's up um of course again uh 4mrscape two zero um that's what you guys need to check out and you know get your stuff man get your stuff get your stuff 4 i mean four marscape two zero is the code manscape.com is the website take care of yourself Jadarius, um, anything to say?
1: Many closing the shots? Oh yeah, shout out Phil Hoskins, man. I ain't get the shout out the man. Boy, shout boy up turned up on him. Oh, yeah, that film. That that's some good film he put out there. And yeah. then I need to see him rise up on this depth chart. To be honest with you, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Thanks, Bill.
0: Yeah, man. Hey, it, there's some bright spots out there, folks. We got some. We got some bright spots on this team. Got some bright spots. Hopefully, hopefully it'll pan out into the regular season. Um, yeah, thanks you guys. Appreciate the shout-out everybody. Luke Cage, Bill, KD, coach, what's good, Sideline, Hero, everybody. Thanks, thanks so much for you guys for coming out. And as always, keep pounding. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Y'all be good, man. See, we're
1: live, just taking to really let it breathe. So baby just chill.